0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we look back on a big night of European qualification action for Rangers and pass the baton on to Hearts and Hibs. Michael Bealside take a 2-1 advantage to Switzerland next week but the manager feels it could have been more. Hearts are in action against Rosenborg with Hibs Luzerne not too far away and Carl Starfelt leaves Celtic securing a move to Spanish side Celta Vigo. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Well it's been a, a busy midweek so far and it'll be a, a night of reflection for the Rangers supporters who went along to Ibrox last night and saw their team cruise into a two-goal lead and could have been three before making the tie uncomfortable in the end. The ties probably should have been over and done. A bit of work to be done. Some fans will be happy with what they saw. Some will be thinking they could have got more. And over to Hibs and Hearts now, both the Edinburgh sides in action. Hearts up just now, Hibs later to come. Best of luck to both. I've got to say, watching the game last night, uh, Ibrox Gordon, I think the Rangers fans and players, management, everyone concerned will go away from that game frustrated. It was one of those games that could easily have been put to bed last night. Um, I thought the goalkeeper, servant goalkeeper, was just a, the, the game of his life. Uh, a few missed chances, cruising at 2-0, give away a cheap, cheap penalty kick, gives them a lifeline. Tie is still finally in the balance. Come on then, 01419511025. Let's hear from you. No shortage of talking points, as always, in Scottish football. Very simply, Rangers fans or anyone else who watched it, what did you make of last night? What was good? What was bad? Are you satisfied with that advantage? Is it a bit too close for comfort? Should it have been more? What do you make of the response, the reaction to Saturday? So much criticism, understandably so, since Saturday. So what about the performance last night? Was it better? How much better? What about the new faces? What did you make of them? All your post-match reaction, please get it into us right now. 0141 951 Celtic fans, it's been bubbling away for a while, but Carl Starfelt is gone. He has moved to Celta Vigo. Again, what do you make of that? He divided opinion at times, but clearly a very successful partnership with Cameron Carter-Vickers. How much will he be missed? What type of replacement are you looking at in there? Do you need more than one central defender? Give us all your thoughts. We'll see if Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel have ever moved for love uh, as well, maybe a bit later on in the show. <laughs> 01419511025. As the guys quite rightly say, hearts in action now-ish, yeah, now, and building up to Hibs. You just never quite know what you're going to get with Lee Johnson's side, it appears, so we'll do that as well. If there are fans of either of those sides who want to get in touch, we are here for you. 0141-951-1025. Nice to see that one weekend to the live streaming, you've totally ditched your dressing up and looking smart for the cameras. Is that all was lasting? I think I'm looking as smart uh, as You're better than him, to be fair. He's, he's just... A he's, jammy top. he's gone. He's like a jammy top. Yeah. It's, it's very comfortable. Actually, get... this guy was... Present when I bought this, remember yeah. when I got this? Yeah, 15 quid. I, I got it across the road at the, the trespass shop. Jammies shop. 15 <laughs> he, quid. He absolutely tortured the guy who was on himself at the time, who had just been promoted to manager. Not the thing you want to say to him, he's trying to get all sorts of discounts. But it's comfortable, Gordon. Yeah, it's nice and relaxed. You, I feel relaxed in my surroundings. You buy your clothes for this show. <laughs> no, like, I'm, not judging. I'm not judging. Listen, it's a, a fine establishment, I'm sure. Anyway, other clothes shops are available. 01419511025. 
1025. I love these midweeks early in the se- early in the season because they're absolutely massive. I mean, you, you, you've got no time to find your feet if you're Rangers, if your hearts are Hibs. They, I mean, in some ways, can be season defining if you want to get. Specific like Rangers are going to drop into the Europa League Whether they go out of this round Or go, go out of the next round Obviously they'll be hoping to make the Champions League But it's you know, they can be season defining Mid-August Yeah, especially uh, going on Rangers um, Especially after the start of the season uh, Down at Rugby Park Where they come in for Not criticism, just losing the three points I think the performance I think some of the new players Come under the spotlight um, and that tells on the manager and it puts a little bit of pressure on you especially last night I thought the uh, we'll hear what the Rangers fans say tonight Gordon on the on the lines but I thought the performance was a lot better looked a bit sharper created a lot of chances but in games like this when you've got the opportunity I think the disappointing thing about it is you've got to kill these games off you've got to kill that tie off last night you're up against a team that obviously lost a lot of its key players their goalkeeper just had one of those nights. I thought he was incredible. Some of his saves were incredible. Uh, there was a few missed chances. They got off to the perfect start. You can't ask for a better start. 2 0 up at Ibrox in front of a big crowd, cruising. I think they'll be disappointed with the end result. Right, come on then, 01419511025. What did you make of the Rangers game? Result? Performance, talking points last night. We even had VAR penalty drama. I don't know if there's any uh, debate to be had there. Celtic fans, Carl Starfield is gone. What's your reaction to that news? Big European ties for the Edinburgh sides tonight and some other managers out there doing their media duties today as well. So you can get in touch on that usual number on Twitter at Clyde SSB. And remember, such is the way of the world this season, you can now watch the whole thing on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. So Clyde1SSB on YouTube, you'll find us on the usual Twitter feed uh, or the Clyde1 Facebook page as well. So join in, why don't you? The more you speak to me, the less I need to speak to these two. Think of it as providing some sort of service to keep me sane. Let's hear a bit from Michael Beale to set the scene for you whilst you get your calls in. He says, Rangers played well for long periods last night. However, he did think they became wasteful. We started really, really well in the game, I thought. The the energy from the team was good in and out of possession and uh, the desire from the first goal from Nico and Todd to, to chase a couple of lost causes down really was, was fantastic. Borna Barisic, who I thought had a good night, put some great crosses in and playing with obviously the, the two number nines gives you that opportunity. You know, you get Danilo goes across the near post and Sewell scores and in that moment we're in a great place. I thought after that we were wasteful. Um, we could have gone 3-0 in front, then the, the VAR decision on the penalty. I think it's harsh, but uh, that's the ruling. Uh, the second half, their keeper made a fantastic save from Sam and, and from Cyril. And we had other moments again where I thought we were wasteful on a night where uh, we played well, in my opinion, for a, a long periods of time. 0141 That's the number Serge and Shettleston Dyer dialed first of all tonight. Uh, Serge, how would you sum up last night then? Uh, decent last night. Just uh, 20 minutes, I thought Rangers were. But it was acceptable. It was really good attacking football, good energy, a couple of good goals. Uh, and then we seem to sort of get bogged down a wee bit, lost our way a wee bit. Obviously, the penalties are penalty in this day and age, right? Uh, I'm no too concerned 
about the result, I don't care how, how good she'll be or maybe at home or eight players are missing. I think we're good enough to finish the tie, at least get a draw. Uh, I've not even talked about the weekend, right? I think the weekend's been covered <laughs> enough. And I'm one of Michael Beale's biggest fans, right? Uh, some of the new signings, Daniel, looks like it'll be a good one. Uh, I'm not impressed with big guessers, I'm sorry. The jury's out on him. I don't know if he's a new uh, Scottish Rangers version of Tony Cascarino. I'll rest my case for another couple of games to settle in. Right, uh, but. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was happy enough with 20 minutes. If you look at the game in general, right, Lammers, this is a sort of last screen out, could be game over, right? Mm. Akita makes a couple of good saves. We never played sparkling. First 20 minutes, we were really good. Put me a wee bit in mind of uh, good football in Europe under Gerard, especially Barisic. We should have used Barisic more. Really impressed with Raskin, but Raskin and Cantwell were the two players who will be access for us. I'd, I'd like to see Raskin email runs forward because every time he gets the ball forward positions he was always moving and you need movement in the final third to create things and I think Raskin will only be there for a season that's a duel in the crown that boy mm, ok <laughs> let, let's find out what these two thought of your assessment what, what jumped out for you is, is that fair was it about that that first 20 minutes is that the real mm. was that the real positive from last night I felt so I, I thought the inclusion of Cantwell again really uh well, it was the right choice. You could see he was a, he was a standout for me in that opening twenty minutes. I thought Rangers just moved the ball quickly, uh, and that's what they needed to do after the disappointment of Saturday. And everything was a bit pedestrian. And everything was a bit direct. They moved the ball through their their danger players, the players that could create, and they got the ball wide. They got it into the box early, and they got their rewards from that. So a lot slicker in that opening period, but they just seemed to take their foot off the gas a wee bit, particularly when they went two up. And you've seen Servet just, you know, get a hold of the ball a bit more and start to work things into the final third. I get that it's going to happen on the European stage. There's always going to be periods of games that that does happen. But when you're on top mm. and you're at home and it's the first leg at home, you really need to, you know, take your opportunities. And that will be the disappointing thing for Rangers fans. Yeah, and you look at this team, they know how to defend, especially when they go down to 10 men. Uh, they make it very difficult I know a lot of people think oh their advantage one man advantage we should go on and really kill the tie score more goals but they are so well disciplined uh, I watched them over in Belgium against Ghent and I thought they were brilliant you know um, so and they get through that tie obviously but in the Rangers point of view I do agree Dessers for me he's not hit the ground running but what I will say for a positive on him he got a goal last night and he got it in front of the home crowd. Now, that gives you all the confidence in the world. We talk about it every time a new striker comes into a club. Most important thing, get that first goal. It really does. It gives you so much confidence. So I'll be interested to see how he now kicks on. I totally agree with Serge. Raskin, for me, I, I you talk about Cantwell. I think Raskin is absolutely a brilliant player. I really do. I think he does a terrific job in the middle of the part. I think he's got everything in his locker. And I think he'll be a bit big player this year the one moment that really changes the feeling or the complexion I mean not not for Serge Serge thinks about they've got enough and they may well do but what I mean is that, that goal that Servette scored obviously is the, the thing that, that strikes the balance for next week um, Michael Beale says it, it was harsh but you know that that's the ruling Serge himself saying well, it's, it's a penalty nowadays any complaints no it wasn't harsh it was, it was a stonewall penalty we were watching it together and the, the, right. minute, the minute you've seen it yeah oh, well, well, hold on a minute well, oh, well, hold. my imagination's gone over time here because yeah, for years wait a minute wait a minute 
We're what, friends. What night of the week is this? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Thursday. So what night was last night? Bath night. You've always told me the wedding is bath night and you watched the yeah, game with him? Yeah, he was down there. I wasn't in, I wasn't he, in the bathroom. He was at the tap I was tap scrubbing end. his back. <laughs> <laughs> he, I was outside taps. the water. That's not the turn but I expected this show to take we, in part we, one. We ended up in the same place watching the game and uh, bathroom. the minute... The minute that the incident happened, the two yeah. stonewall penalty. You can't complain about it. I don't think MD can complain. It's unfortunate. It's just the way the laws are now, and it gives them a lifeline. I think the big turning point though was the miss by Lammers. It's guilty edge at two 0 what, what what happens? And is it not sorting out his feet, opening I, up too much? What, what, what I just saw the defender maybe just put him off the ball. It came from behind the defender so quickly so he's got a view of it the full way but just that last bit before it arrives at his feet I think just put him off and he doesn't sort his feet out and of course it goes wide if that goes in you know it's easy street for Rangers they can then take their foot off the gas a wee bit survey you know can he sit back and defend they have to come out and Rangers pick them off and probably the tie's over but just conceding missing that conceding a penalty um, there is work to be done but you know, Sir says he's pretty confident. I think Rangers will have enough to go over there. They have, they'll play a different way, I'm sure. I don't think they'll go for it right away. And we've seen in European ties in the past, away from home, not Champions League level, at the lower levels, Europa League, Rangers have been, been pretty effective at that sort yeah. of And also, what will help them, Gordon, is the fact that as, there's new players in there. It's a new team. They're trying to get to know each other. They've not got off to the great start at uh, Rugby Park. They've got another home game against Livingston. Now, you would fancy them strongly to go and win that. So that gives them a, another game under yeah. their belt leading up to next week. OK, Serge and Shettleston is not concerned by the 2-1 scoreline. Thinks Rangers will go through. Thinks they've set themselves up nicely thank you to Serge it was nice to hear from you Serge what about Nadim who's a Rangers fan what did you think Nadim it was always going to be about looking for improvements I guess from Saturday did you see them? Hi Gordon thanks to McCall good to have you back um, I mean I absolutely definitely seen improvements for me I mean the positives for me were that the first 20 minutes I thought we were, we were really good I don't think we were exceptional but we were really good we made some really good chances um, as, as we just spoke about there if Flammers takes that that chance, makes it three 0 It's you know it's, it's the, the game's probably over. Two um, one, it's still still in our favour, but it's it's going to be a lot a lot tougher, I think. For me, I mean, the positives for me, if, 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 if you know, as a Rangers fan, if I look at the positives, I see Raskin as as as, uh, as Gordon just said there. I think he's going to be a top top player. Campbell was very good last night. I also thought Suter played well. At the back, you know, he, he, obviously the European games, he got a bit more time in the ball. He was he was able to step out and, and pass the ball really, really, really well. And also, I think Sifuentes looks he looks a right good player as well. Um, so those are the positives for me. But Gordon, what what really worries me just now? I've always given Michael Beale the benefit of the doubt. I thought I'll continue to do that until the point where I think it's it's not working. But for me, the second half, I just felt like, I don't know the guy so, but I just felt when they got into the last third, especially after they got a man sent off, when we got into the last third, there was no invention. We've lost, we've lost all our pace. I feel as a team of Kent and um, Sakala going, um, but, but I feel we don't have any pace. Seema's got pace, but he's, he's not a player. Lammers, to me, the jury's still out, and Lammers, absolutely. And I just feel that like players like Dowell, he's absolutely done nothing. He's played four or five games now, including the pre-season games. He's, for me, he's not got a clue. I'd, I, I would not play him in a, in a, put him in a Rangers shirt again. But the one, the most worrying thing for me is we're being the last third and a half in that Kilmarnock. We've, we've just not got the pace. We've not got the advance. We've not got any ideas to go forward. You know, 
players to get in behind and that, that really worries me Nadeem, I, I loved it that started so composed then you worked yourself into a frenzy and somebody's not a player somebody else has not got a clue and you don't want to see them in a Rangers jersey again that's a bit extreme at this stage of the season is it not? Oh, okay maybe, maybe I'm just annoyed <laughs> at, 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 at the bad shadow I've had you know in terms of the league but I, 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 the, the worst player in that park for me was Dow without, without, without a shadow of a doubt. I'm giving another player the benefit of Dow. Like I said, I'm not a fan of Dow. You're not beginning him in the back of the shot. Let's do something rogue. Let's start on the positives. Um, and look, this is not, not, this, it's not a bad thing because new players might need a bit longer. But is it safe to say that? If you were looking at the improvements last night, the, the big positives, it would probably be from the guys that were actually already there. So you've mentioned Rask and mm. Cantwell comes in and shows, I guess, to everybody why, why he should have started at the weekend. John Souter, Nadim's been impressed with him. Yeah, I agree. I think that it could be a big season. I like the partnership with Souter and, and Golson. I think they're two good defenders. I think coming forward in modern day game, use of the ball, I think they're good at that as well. Obviously, John Souter, he's got to stay away from these injuries. It's un just unfortunate he's missed a big part of his career. But there's no doubt he has a talent. And that could, that could be a good partnership. You've got to form that goalkeeper two centre-backs partnership where it's really solid. That's the base of your defence, you know, because full-backs in the modern-day game, Tavernier, Barisic, they're so high up the pitch. Um, no, I thought the, the, the guys that have been there stepped up last night. They did get to the stage when the opposition servant went down to 10 men. It was always going to be difficult. People think it's, it's actually harder to play against 10 men because they just sit in there. They work on it in training. Teams work on this in training. The minute they lose a, a player... Does that become a bit of a cliche? No, they I, do. I accept that it has its challenges and it's maybe not as easy as people yeah. think, but harder, like actually harder, more difficult than playing 11? Um, yeah, because what for me what happens is they just get into the defensive mode where they sit with the two back and they don't push people forward and when they don't push people forward and I'm going to come up to uh, his point now if you don't push people forward there's no mm. gaps to go and then play him oh, behind I know, and I, I think I get that, but I Rangers being, are missing something see what I mean Mark it's one of these things digging himself in it a whole game I, I don't doubt that it's me like I say the best for me, the best description is it's not as easy as people think. Fine. Yeah. It can't be it can't be harder. No, it's not harder. You just need to be move the ball quicker. You need to be more creative than the demon's talking about and the gaps will appear. If you keep... So if you had the choice, right, you're the manager, yeah. right? You're sitting before the game. Yeah. Right. I'm going out with ten. UEFA come in and say, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the choice. You get to play against ten or eleven. Yeah. You've taken eleven. I'm, come I'm on. Go, I'm, if he's playing, I'm uh, you're, you're you're regretting that. You, no, 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 is, no, no, I'm not. What, what I'm I love how Gordon's recognised that though. <laughs> right my, for no, you. no, no, no. My point uh, my point and my point's correct because Is nine even harder still? No, definitely no, nine's easier. Okay, because what, what happens when you've got eleven oh, I, I know, you've still I get got it, an attacking choice where you're going to where you're going to mm -hmm. allow players to go final. into the final Good. third. I'll ask you one more when time. You've I'll ask 10, you one more time. You, when you get 10, you sit okay. and you do not move. Fine, so if it's yeah. easier, you'd rather play against 11 than 10 from the start of a game. No, that's not the point. Anyway. You're uh, making anyway. up your own points. Nadim, um, how... Well, terrible well, I don't know, put a percentage on it confidence-wise of progressing next week. Yeah, I'm confident, Gordon, because I think they're, they're not a great side. They've played well with 10 men, as Gordon said. Because they're never used to that. I think about a few men 
and they had a right good side deal that's beaten some guys 4-1 and we know how hard it was last season to beat them so that's what really was you Gordon Thank you very much Nadim in Livingston 01419511025 it's not going well for Hearts 1-0 down after 14 minutes that was a few minutes ago Fredrickson has put Rosenborg 1-up so a long way back for Frankie McAvoy or Stephen Naismith's men in Europe so we'll see how that goes keep your calls coming 01419511025 if you can Twitter is at Clyde SSB as well we'll take more of your calls next Clyde One Super Scoreboard hear it watch it search the YouTube stream now you are the voice of Scottish football call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 01419511025. Twitter at Clyde SSB as well. Feel free to leave your kindest regards on YouTube or wherever else uh, is out there. You can now watch the show, of course, as well. Let's hear a bit more from Michael Beale. He says Rangers aren't the sum of all parts yet due to a lot of change this summer. However, says he doesn't want to use that as an excuse. We're never going to use it as an excuse, but. The reality is 13 or 14 players left and nine came in. The reality is Danilo's trained with his teammates four times. He had a, a, a pre-season which was all over the place because of his move. Jose's trained with us twice. Tom Lawrence is coming back. Kamal's back. We're not the sum of all parts right now, but what I want to see from the team is more forward running and more energy. I thought Nico and Todd gave us that from midfield tonight. I thought it was uh, an exciting front three. You can see they're finding connections. They're trying really hard. I thought they pressed ever so well in the game, and I think they'll get better with it. You can see that uh, certainly with... Uh, Cyril and Danilo they're still getting up to full speed so we're not going to use any excuses that's just the facts of the situation there's been a lot of change in the football club I think we're set up well but I'd rather us just keep showing it on the pitch Let's bring in Gareth who's a Rangers fan on the line How is it going Gareth? Good evening Gordon Simon and Gordon are okay? Yes I mean it's Mark and Gordon sorry Sutton there is no Simon sorry to disappoint you Evening Gareth the thing is he's been called much worse so you're absolutely fine honestly don't worry about it what are you thinking after last night? Um, Rangers played really well I think everybody's documented that the first 20 minutes was absolutely really good um, obviously getting the penalty, penalty was well obviously it was a penalty um, like I say, Rangers played really well. I'm really, I'm a bad, uh, don't like Borna Barisic at all, but he actually played really well last night. Um, I'd just like to get the views of the panel regarding, uh, I think Rangers should have had a penalty when uh, their player head-butted Butland. It didn't go to VAR or nothing. It wouldn't have been a penalty though. Well, it was a red card. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was that. Uh, Servette's penalty wasn't it yeah so when the, the taker's yeah. about to take it Jack Butland comes out we actually had a look at it again during the break just because it, it popped up what do you think um, be honest not for me very close very close so if there's a wee bit more force than that yes but I don't think there was quite enough aggression in it it ran the risk as soon as you put your head towards another opponent and motion forward you're on the risk but I don't not for me Gordon I didn't think there was enough force behind it yeah with this being mostly radio try and describe it Gordon it's almost like the heads are 
touching, and then he can, you know he kind of mm. pushes Butland's head away, sort of thing. It, like, as, as Mark says, if you're the Servette coach, you're undeniably thinking, "What, what, what are you, you doing? doing there? Why are you doing that? Was it enough for a red card?" Uh, no, uh, I think it was borderline. I think that, um, as Mark quite rightly pointed out, I think he's running the risk. Why he's doing that, I've no idea. If you're a manager of the uh, Servette, you'd be probably going off your head on. But I don't think it was enough for a mm. red card. But I think he was he was a borderline with it. But you think it you think it was Gareth? Yeah, I think red card. Yeah, I mean obviously the rules regarding. Mm, sorry, Gareth line went a bit dodgy there. I heard him saying something about the rules. Um, I mean, there is it was. Violent conduct, you're looking usually for that sort of brutality or excessive force. They do, they do tend to take incidents involving the sort of head or face. It's not, you know, it doesn't need to be quite as forceful, but still, if it's a, I think if it's the force is negligible, then it wouldn't fall into the category of violent conduct. And do you to, think the force was negligible? No, and, and to be fair, I, I think that credit to the Rangers goalkeeper, he didn't make a, a meal of it. I think there's other players out there that would have probably thrown themselves to the ground and tried to make the, the referee make a decision on it. Um, it was a little bit naughty, but I don't think it was enough to merit the red card. Negligible force for you, Mark Wilson? No, I, I, I no. don't, I don't think there was no. enough. No. Yes was the answer to that. Oh, sorry. I th- Based on what you said a minute ago. <laughs> I don't think there was enough force behind it anyway to, to merit means. Uh, yeah. a red card. Look, the two heads are together. Butlin's involved in that, but the only difference mm. is the, the surveyor striker pushes his head in a forward motion, which runs the risk. But he would have to withdraw and then motion forward right, really okay. to, to get, make a proper oh, head yeah. yeah, he, he, show, knows show that, he knows a proper show head us because remember we're live yeah. streaming now Com- a Cumberland to him something like that oh, oh, yeah. could de- watch my exactly. nose <laughs> I don't want to hit his we nose could have a you. nosebleed here yeah. could have a fractured skull <laughs> more like <laughs> <Yeah>. Mark Wilson <laughs> um, right Gareth let's go back to football in terms of the, the match itself you'll need to agree to disagree with these two on what is excessive and what is negligible <laughs> force um, you confident that that was enough last night is there any fear in there that it, it should have been more. Is that, does that leave a bit of a sour taste in your mouth? Should it have been more? Oh, it should have been a lot more. But I mean, if Lammers had scored that goal, that's we're, we're talking 3 0. So, like I said, I think uh, Mark said before that. Ah, oh, sorry, Gareth. That line is ropey. The good thing is, we're getting the gist of Gareth's point before it goes. I try. I need to find a new way because the cliche about goals change games, and it worded that differently, so it's, mm-hmm. it's not as obvious. But even at the bit, the bit of the game where you would say Rangers' performance had had started to dip, had started to wane, that was still the bit where the Servette keeper makes brilliant save, really, really good save, wasn't it? Yeah, um, and then obviously from Lammers. Yeah, so I mean, we're we're probably having a well, we are we're having a very different discussion, but at the same time, you can understand that it feels like there's a even going back to last season. Very rarely, did, and you would accept new players and all that, so not to judge too quickly, but that sort of 90 minute or even a 70 minute real strong performance for Rangers, is that, is that still missing? Is that something that has maybe been a bit of a theme since Michael Beale came in? I think so. I think it's fits and starts a lot of the time. I think that's where a lot of the frustration comes from, from Rangers fans, that they can see it in fits and starts, that they can see that guys like Cantwell and Raskin 
can perform and create moments of magic, but it's just unsustainable. And they always seem to give whoever the opposition is a period in the game that they get on top. And more often than not, they get punished. They, they give away goals. I think that's the difference for a top team. When you give up moments or periods of the game, you're able to see it out, you know, and defend your box well and, you know, not, not give away easy chances. Under Beal, I don't think Rangers have found that yet. So a lot of work to do in that respect. And it's it's not to do with the new players. That's the that's the, the structure mm. of your team who's been there and done it and needs to get better. Uh, just a bit of a... An interesting one for maybe down the line. Rangers have got job to do first, but it's been confirmed now that Malik Tillman has signed a new deal at Bayern Munich, but has gone on loan to PSV. Who they could get. Who he helped Rangers knock out last season, mm-hmm. and it looks like he'll now line up for PSV against the winner of Rangers v Servette. Again, Rangers on the driving seat, PSV are certainly in the driving seat in their mm-hmm. tie, they're 4-1 up, so... Football does these things. Yeah, something to look forward to. But Rangers have obviously got to go over a hurdle next week. Um, I look at the, this Rangers side. I think they will improve. I, I was listening to the Rangers manager there talking about how many training session players have had together. And it takes time to gel. It is a big turnaround. There's no doubt in that. Um, but the one concern I'm looking at the side and I'm looking at the squad is where is the real pace going to come from? I think in the today's game, I think pace is is great in a team. Um, you look at Celtic, for instance, the pace that they've got in the front lines. I don't see that in Rangers just now. Sakala's went out the door. Kent, you know, has got that sharpness, that pace. Is when he was on forms, or what he could just go by defenders like they weren't there. I'm looking at the Rangers squad just now, and I don't really see. Is he, is he just on Michael Beale saying I'm not using it as an excuse? but we're not the sum of our parts just now and it takes time and this one's not trained that much. Got to remember a lot of the praise that we were giving Michael Beale co-season was how quickly he was getting his business done and he was getting players in the door. Yeah, mm. one or two signings have come in late, but pre-season to work on a lot of things. So, it's my opinion, they should be better or more gelled. I get that will come with actual competitive games, but... I think a lot of Rangers fans are the same thinking pre-season okay there's a bit of grace here in the first couple of games but that's where you do the majority you're working the training pitch and you have games behind closed doors as well so did we see more of it last night in terms of what that's going to look like you know that that, that sort of narrow attack from Michael mm-hmm. Beale lots of players within clo- close proximity and then trying to get a bit of fluidity within that yeah. you know it's it's, people were saying, oh, you know, Lord's lost the width a lot, but that's, it's all, that's deliberate, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. They've, they've not really lost the width. The width's going to come from the two full yeah. backs yeah. high up. I think if you can get Barisic, and I know he's had, he's got his critics, and there's one sitting next to me, um, if you get him in the right positions, I think he's got terrific delivery. Yes, the question marks against his defensive role. Of course they are. Same on the other side, Tavernier, I think, has got a great delivery. Is there still a temptation to rely on that too much then, though, if you don't get that, the other bit right? Yeah, maybe. Um, but I just think that's the way that Michael Beale set outside. He's not get any out-and-out winger that's going to drop the shoulder, hit the ball by the defender and, and leave him for dead. The, he's not got that in yep. the squad just now. Uh, Craig is on the line. Craig, what pleased you? What worried you? How you doing, guys? Um, yeah, well, listen, first and foremost, you know, we won the game. You know, we did get the result. Um, I think the performance 
you know, it was mixed. I think we played well for most of the first half. Um, I certainly think that Servette offered next to nothing in the game, and that's why it's so frustrating that they're even still in it because we should have put them away. Um, but it is a positive that, that that we won. I think we've got to try and keep building for that. Um, get into Saturday and then next week as well. Um, I was, however, a bit frustrated and a bit confused by why why Kima Roof isn't even in the squad last night because he's in the squad against Kamalik at the weekend. Comes on for seven minutes. He's not in the Euro squad, though. Remember. Yeah, that, uh, no, that's what I mean. Right, okay, uh, got you. I, I'm confused as to why he's not, because right. if, Michael Beale referenced him, said he's back. So if he's back, is Michael Beale rather than caught him low by leaving him out of Europe and thinking I'll focus him domestically? Um, and if that's the case, then knowing that, why not give him more time on Saturday there? Because I do think when you're lacking and you need a bit of creativity, Kimar is proven. He is proven that he can go and score your goals. I know he's got his injury problems, but when he's fully fit, He's arguably the best striker we've got available at the moment. Um, because I think Dessers and Lammers, look, those guys have came in, they've had two games, but they've got stats that show you they don't score a lot of goals over the last number of seasons. And my concern is, is that what we're seeing, that that's the kind of players they are. They'll get into the positions, and the Lammers should score. Um, but maybe their confidence is still building, having had a couple of mm. FA seasons on the goal front for, for forward players. Dessers, as you said, Gordon, you'll mm. find out very quickly if he was in any doubt that just scoring's not not necessarily going to be enough. Um, is it those types of signings? Are those the ones that have still got a bit to prove in the eyes of fans like Craig uh, and maybe yourself? Yeah, uh, anyone I'm speaking to, uh, Rangers fans, that's a concern. Dessers, listen, he got his goal last night. That could change everything for him. You know, I'm looking forward to see what he brings to the party on Saturday against Livingston because he's obviously full of confidence. He's got that first goal. He's got in front of the home crowd. He's got an important game. Um, I, I, I agree. I think Roof. I agree. I agree with Craig. I think Roof has a lot to offer. The problem is they can't get him a run of games with whether it's injuries or whatever it may be but Roof is a good player that if you put him in front of goals and you put the right sort of quality in there he'll put the ball in the back of net he's not a bad mm. player but obviously he's got Lammers there Danilo as well they've got players What about Danilo because it's obviously the, he was the one that arrived to the probably with the biggest reputation yeah. biggest probably fan player biggest of the year I think you, you tipped him player of the no, year No I didn't he did <laughs> um, which by the way might turn out to be the case and you know we saw him from the start last night Yeah Trying too hard, maybe sometimes, mm. or looks looks like he's got a bit to go um, to get up to the standard that the Rangers fans will expect. Can um, you see anything in flashes that you liked? Uh, no, I, I agree. I think I think he's off it. I think he's off the pace a little bit. But as I say, it's early. Um, you've still got to give him that time to bed in, get that sharpness, get that get what Desser's got last night, get that first goal. Um, so. I think there's a bit of work to be done, but I think he's got enough talent to no, get it. That's the big thing, Michael Beale. He's brought these strikers in and a handful of attacking players. You have to get them better than the ones that you let go. Now, Morelos and Kent weren't pulling up any trees. Cholak was a goal scorer who, you know, much was labelled at him outside the box, but inside the box he came to life and he scored an awful lot of goals for the appearances he had. Michael Beale judged him not good enough to take Rangers forward. The guys he's brought in, Dessers, Danilo, have to show sooner mm. 
that there's glimpses that they're they're going to be better in Cholak. Thanks, Craig. 01419511025. Celtic fans. Carl Starfelt is gone. He's away to Celta Vigo. What do you make of it? Give us your reaction. And how do you think you'll plug that gap? Do you need two central defenders anyway, or just one like for like? What does it say in terms of the rest that are left at the club? Uh, Gordon Dale can tell us if he's ever made a football decision based on love as well. 01419511025. Yes, Alana was the latest cash register winner and more than £59,000 is hers. <gasps> Never. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, imagine £59,000. Nice. I love that reaction. Honestly. Shows how much it means. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, really emotional call, as you can hear. That cash is going to make a huge difference to Lana and her family. Now it's your chance to win £60,000 tomorrow when we make the next call to enter. Text yes to 61025. That's yes to 61025. If you get the call from us after 3 pm on Friday the 11th, Answer within five rings. Make sure you know the correct cash register amount. Text are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entry is £2. Or you can call 0330-8804523. And the calls are charged at a standard rate as well. Over 18s only. And all the rules for this hit Radio Network Scotland competition are on the website. So text YES to 61025 for your chance to win £60,000. Good luck. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here. I've got bad news for you Hearts fans. Bad news for any fans of the Scottish coefficient as well. It's 2-0 Rosenborg right on the stroke of halftime. What do I say every Saturday? You can't get away from it. Uh, the old cliche about it being a terrible time to concede. Rosenborg have had chances again and they have eventually doubled their lead just before the break. A bit of a counter-attack and a tap-in. Uh, at the back post, Jaden Nelson uh, with the goal. And Mark, uh, we know these these ties can can be tough. And, and Rosenborg is a you know it's a familiar name. Not, I don't think we've got the right to turn up and think that Hearts should you know should yeah. be like overwhelming favourites. But I think Crusaders did put forth past Rosenborg over the ties. They didn't yeah. they didn't pull up any trees recently. If that gets any worse, you'd be looking. Looking at Hearts to try and make a fist of this and take it back. Yeah, of course. I mean, reading articles today that Rosenberg wasn't the name that we once knew and Champions League qualification was the norm for them. So, yeah, I had a wee bit of optimism that Hearts would go there and actually come out with a positive result. Maybe not win the game, but coming back with something to go at, at Tynecastle. But you're right, this this is a period of the game where Rangers could have put it out of sight. Rosenberg gets the next goal, then... Pff, tie could be over. Otherwise, if Hearts get their act together in the second half and manage to nick something, then they're in with a shout, but they need to be much better. It's not great, Gordon. No, they're in dangerous territory. Um, if the home side get the next goal, then the Tynecastle ties away. I, I know that you can always come back, Tynecastle, packed house, great atmosphere, get an early goal, get everybody going, but if you're losing mm. 3-0 away from home, I don't think you're going to retrieve that. Okay, 01419511025. Carlos Starfelt's move to Celta Vigo has been confirmed. I think this has been clearly in the pipeline for a while now. Brendan Rogers said he put him on at the weekend because it would probably 
be his last game two years at Celtic treble winner uh, of course played his last game there against Ross County uh, and now a four year deal at La Liga side and the the the, the <laughs> The subplot to this It just seems to be like A, a common factor I don't know if anyone's ever said it uh, Maybe in fact, maybe Brendan Rodgers did acknowledge it As he moved to be closer To his partner Jacinta Who was a Celtic women's player Last mm. season mm. Would you ever do that? Would you ever move Would for you? love? Would you? Uh, no No the, job, the job's too important to me Especially at Celtic I mean he's Maybe he just fancies mm. a crack at La Liga And I playing would, Real Madrid and I would Barcelona. give up money for love I would always move yeah, you don't give up a lot of money yeah. for you for a lot <laughs> <laughs> I certainly get to lawyer away a lot of money <laughs> yeah but, uh, maybe that's can. one for Saturday because we don't have much time I think we should drink and throw that out to the listeners on Saturday that the, 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 the strangest thing you've ever done for love love I'd love to get oh, Hugh Keevan's wow. thoughts on that yeah, yeah there'd be there'd be a lot of interesting answers on that particularly for the guy to the left of me but I uh, Look, it's moved pretty quickly. I thought the relationship or the the move, right? (laughs) Both, it seems, unless it's been going on for a long time. Uh, Of course, it was made public and and good on them, but uh, I don't know why I'm getting relationship (laughs) advice. Good on them. Please please phone in. But Starfield, I thought he did well for Celtic. I've said numerous occasions what he's, he's poorer points were, but the relationship he had with Carter Vickers. A new well, manager relationship with Carter Vickers, right? Okay. Must be a great guy to be around. See, be fair, you forget the love thing. If you look at it as a footballing move, it's actually not a bad move, is it? He's going there, four-year contract to a fantastic league. Um, league. Nice part of the world. Nice part of the world. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not the worst move I've I would ever agree. seen. Um, right, Paul is on the line. Paul, you, you don't need to talk about Carl Starfield's love life. I think we've, you know, let's let's move on. Let's talk about the football side of it. What was your reaction to that, him leaving Celtic? Yeah, hey, how you doing, guys? Uh, I was a I was a Carl Starfelt fan. I, I, I liked the guy. Uh, he was in with a Carl Vickers, which I think, I don't know, he could, I think he could make him look good. But I liked him. I, I liked the, the, his style of play, and he was a good, he was a good defender. Uh, but I've got confidence, I think, in the recruitment team now that they'll sign... Uh, We'll sign a good replacement or two good replacements. It's not a bad move as well. It's, it's it'll no harm Celtic's reputation. Uh, I mean, he's moved to one of the top leagues in the world. Don't believe they've made any great money off him, but they've probably recouped the money they made, maybe got a wee bit more, which they paid a few bob from. So I think they'd be able to reinvest that. But uh, I'm disappointed to see him go, but I think this is going to be the way. I think. Uh, Anne's hinted to this before he, uh, before he left about this aggressive model about moving guys on mm-hmm. and, uh, but um, I, I, I like I like stuff uh, a few people didn't like him he always seemed to be the one that kind of had a few a few uh, bloopers didn't he but uh, no disappointed but no no overly I, I think I've I've got confidence in the, the recruitment team because historically we've been signing very well Mark as Paul says Carl Starfield did divide opinion. There would be those who, who thought, you know, he was, he was really the, the weak link, if you like, and, and maker of many mistakes. There would be others who thought, do you know what? Actually, no, he's, he's good and it's a good partnership, but I still think we could upgrade there. Yeah. And then I want, is there another, is there a, is there a, you know, grass is not always greener? Is there a fear that, that he will be a hard man to replace? Well, Starfield caused his own problems, first and foremost. It was when he was on the ball uh, and he seemed to get himself into tricky situations and that was that was his downturn. 
But like Paul said there, in terms of a defender, I thought he was top notch. Thought he defended his box brilliantly. Now Navrosi's come in, he looked good at the weekend, but it's one glimpse. So you would hope that he can build on that and be as good a defender, Starfield, because that's first and foremost what you want. I get Brendan Rogers and every modern manager wants their centre half to be the complete player now that they can defend their box, they can be commanding, they can score goals at set pieces, but they can come out of defence and pick a, a great pass. Some people aren't all that, and if they are, then they tend to go on to bigger things. But Navrosky and whoever they get to replace Starfield, because they're going to need somebody, you know, has to be as good a defender first and foremost. So um, it's not always... Easy, getting your recruitment mm. right. Um, the boy Gustav Lager-Bielka, is that how you pronounce it? Seems to have similar attributes. He's an internationalist, he's a young player, so ticks all the boxes, but he has to come in and, and fill the jersey the way Starfield did. Now, Starfield had a bit of a slow start, but really built that relationship mm. up with Carter Vickers and Celtic need to find that quickly. How big a miss, Gordon? I think it'll be a big miss. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought defensively, that partnership last year was very, very strong. I, I think that Starfelt got better as his Celtic career went on. Yep. I thought he got better near the end. Yes, he had these critics, and it was all down to, as Mark pointed out, about his use of the ball when he came out of defence. Sometimes he'd be a bit slack and put, the, uh, put his, his team under a bit of pressure. But defensively-wise, I just thought he was solid at the back. I thought that Carter Vickers and him had a great understanding so as much as you say, yeah, we'll have an upgrade, we'll bring in other players with good pedigrees, sometimes they just don't have that same partnership because I think centre-halves have got to have that understanding. I think Starfield and Carter Vickers had mm. it. So I think it will be a miss. Very quickly, Paul, because we're a bit late. You mentioned you've got faith in the recruitment, but I suppose... Kobayashi was added in that area and then when he was brought in people thought well maybe he's going to you know replace Carl Starfelt in time anyway if you still think that's possible or you know, how many more would you look to bring in in that area uh, I think I, I, I think not everyone's going to be a kind of top top notch player but I also think as well we've seen that many guys from kind of uh, that side of the world that they're not all going to settle in Quickly, like we were just lucky uh, how when Hitati, Maida, and Kaya go the way that I was amazed how quick they they just took to it. But no, everybody's like that. So I think they were go- they're not all going to be a success. But I think different they're young guys as well. Them, so different guys are going to need to take time to acclimatise to the game. Mm. Uh, but again. We need people in the now, don't we? Because we've got the Champions League coming up. So, uh, I th- I'm I'm no uh, I dis- I'm no particularly worried, but I do think that as human beings, no, everybody just takes to it true. like everybody. So that is true. Well, we'll see. We'll find out how quickly Celtic move to strengthen that area. But before we go any further, we've got some big business of our own to take care of. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash-football. And the great thing about tonight's beat the pundit, there is no one out there, pundit nor listener, who can be as bad as Marvin Bartley was yeah, last night. And yeah. I know he'll be listening because he always listens. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Beat the pundits next. Give us a call before seven. Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. 
Gordon and Gordon DL are here. Did you just speak before the end of the news? People can now hear you banging on about your password. Yeah, yeah, whatever that my was. password for him. They wants my password. <laughs> he can see it in the screen behind us. Yeah, for anyone who's watching the got? live stream, I don't know what's going on in the TV behind us, but somebody's entering their password. <laughs> <laughs> not watching anything. What's coming on though? Watching anything untoward. <laughs> this could be the end of the live, live stream. stream. Yeah, move so, on. Someone's about to put some of their own <laughs> programmes of choice back there anyway. 01419511025. Just before the news, we were discussing Carl Starfelt's exit uh, from Celtic. Celtic fans, what do you think? Will he be missed? Was he underrated? Do you look at that partnership with Carter Vickers? Or did you believe that, that he made too many uh, mistakes for your liking? Do let us know right now, please. Your plans on how to replace him as well would be good. 01419511025. One o two five Twitter at Clyde SSB. We've just restarted in Norway. Hearts are two 0 down. Got into the second half. They've made a change. Beningi me off, Haring on. So not looking great. Hopefully, uh, they can do something in the second half. Let's play. Beat the pundit. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. The Scottish slash football. Right. Uh, everything's possible tonight. It's mm. like a clean slate because. No one can do worse than Marvin Bartley last night. Do you know what? The contestant wasn't great either. It was a 1 0 win. Oh. But the important <laughs> thing is that Marvin Bartley got the nil, the zero, That's the donut. He's had, people done it. he's had a real bad week. Oh. Saturday, he started off. Disaster. Oh, he's not happy about that, by the no. way. <laughs> no, last night. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, last night, zero. <laughs> Downhill for Incredible, a big Incredible, really bad. So hopefully we don't get any zeros tonight. And I think I'm right in saying, remarkably, for the second night in a row, though, the contestant is phoning in from Portugal. Don't know why everyone on holiday. Mark, are you on holiday or are you? Do you live there? Ah, uh, we're on holiday. Aye. <laughs> Were you inspired by last night's guy? No, no, we've been here for a few nights now. Don't worry. It's last night. The guy it was his first night. He was there with the in-laws. And you know that, that oh. weird period where everyone's away getting ready and you're a bit yeah. bored, so you phone you in. Is Mark the same? That's exactly what Mark's doing. <laughs> he's getting started a, a train. He's lying there, the sunburn. Uh, he's yeah. getting a packet of crisps. Everybody's oh, yes, packet yeah. of lays. On holiday. Ruffles. 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 What a choice. <laughs> what what oh. flavour? Jamon. Jamon. <laughs> I had to be jamon. Jamon. <laughs> I think. Oh, would be the, oh incredible. Aye, what what a choice. Silent. You were in Albufeira in the I summer. was, I loved it. It was your, great. Your name's Mark. Yeah, yeah. What more is there to, yeah, to exactly. you to, oh, to get? Great place. Was it, is that where you and Simon Donnelly went and someone thought that he was Stephen Hendry, <laughs> the snooker player? That's amazing. Honestly, was it you amazing. that was, he told that story, but were you with him? I was with him, and the boy, the boy had, had a good afternoon anyway, when he said to Simon, it's you, it, it, it's you. Said <laughs> Stephen Henry, I almost fell off my chair. He came back and says, Can I get a photo? And Sid's doing, doing the pose. I said, Give me that camera, mate. He'll do the pose for you. The boy just winning over the queue. And uh, the boy just wouldn't accept that Simon wasn't Stephen Henry. So Simon just had to go along with it to say, What have you been up to? Cotton boss. John Higgins last week. <laughs> that was amazing. How's the holiday going, Mark? I've been class so far. Uh, we were in Madrid for a few days before as well. Oh, now so you're talking. Brilliant. So who are you with? Uh, I'm with six of the boys. Oh, oh. you've been doing that strip yet? Oh, we've been down. We've acquainted ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. I'm just impressed that at this stage on a 
boys holiday marks <laughs> sounds okay he does right good anyway let, let's do it quickly before before we live to regret this um, heads it will be Mark Wilson tails it will be Gordon Deal you've not played with the cameras no, yet no I've not but I fancy my chances tonight <laughs> with Mark in Portugal well you're going to have to wait it's tails it's <laughs> <laughs> Daz it's tails again it's Gordon Is it me again? up against Mark and the lads oh, they want you DL they want you DL alright okay Mark right, right. don't Let, lose let's give Gordon some greatest hits radio to listen to and we'll get the clock ready Mark and company 30 seconds answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer okay well done right let's go your time starts now name any of the opponents Rangers might face in the next round of qualifiers Uh, what are Partick Thistle's home colours yellow and red Hibs Europa Conference opponents Luzerne are from which country Uh, Armenia and what date does the first Old Firm game take place the 3rd of September Who is the current manager of Airdrie? Um, uh, maybe McCabe How many players are you allowed to name on the bench in the SPFL Premiership? Seven Dougie Emery is the manager of which championship club? Greenock Martin Okay, let's bring back Gordon Deal. Can you hear us? Thumbs up You were tapping your toe along there Good news, I was, was, was enjoying it, yeah What was it? You'd have no clue, do you? Love's young dream Brilliant it's appropriate for you. Is that is that uh, the Carl Starfelt theme yeah, tune? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, right, same, are you ready? Right, go. Don't lose to Mark and the guys. You'll no, never I hear the end of it. Them as well. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. Name any of the opponents Rangers could face in the next round of the Champions League qualification. What are Partick Thistle's home colours? Uh, yellow and red. Hibs Europa Conference opponents Luzerne are from which Switzerland. country? And what date does the first Old Firm game take place? Uh... 23rd Don't know uh, It's September Who is the current manager of Airdrie? Uh, Ross Ross <laughs> Ross Ross Dinky do uh, Ross uh, Pasco How many players are you allowed to name on the bench in the SPFL Premiership? <laughs> Did we get that in in time? <laughs> no No Surely not Who's Ro- Ross? Producer Chris says yes Mark So don't, don't blame me He says we Ross McCabe Right. We'll get to him. Oh. No, we'll get to his cousin. Uh, right, name any of the opponents Rangers could right, face. Could it be? Could it be quiet? <laughs> right, that's not right either. It's not right. It's Reese. Reese McCabe. There's no sense of suspense for you. I was going to build up to Mark. How do you think it went? Uh, were you were you getting any help, Mark? Was that all you? Because you sounded pretty confident. Right, right. The boys are annoyed having the same nine subs. Well, yeah, they might be right. Um, name any of the opponents Rangers could face in the next round at PSV Eindhoven or Sturm Graz. It looks like it will be PSV Eindhoven. I like that you just you put real thought into red and yellow. You got it right in the end, but I was just yeah. um, so it's two all. Luzerne are from Switzerland. Gordon Diel goes one in front, but third oh. of September. Is the first meeting of Glasgow? Would I say twenty third? You are weeks out. Um, I don't oh, even okay, think man, you were in the right it. month. So the the guys are level. Reese McCabe. Oh yeah, is the manager. He's speaking about my days. I know. Well. I, I know Reese very well. Yeah, former Airdrie director of football, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. Touch his old club. Did he get that? He did. So the one in front, you are allowed to name nine subs, though. Yeah. So you've equalised. Yeah. But the guy's got one more question. Oh no! Dougie Emery is the manager of which Mom. Scottish Championship team? The ball is on its way to Albufera. Not technically, but. That's a jolly bunch of guys here. Don't give a shout out for your teammates in the background. Who are they? 
We get complaints, Mark, that we can't send balls to Airdrie within three months, so it won't reach Albufera in time. <laughs> but thanks for taking part, and uh, well done again. Right, well Enjoy done, the rest Mark. of your holiday. And eighteen guys besides That's you. a good that's a good holiday story <laughs> to tell. I mean not not the type of boys I holiday. Muppets in the back Where'd they lose their ball? Yeah, in the pool. In the pool got to be the pool and send one of the boys Aye. over to get that. Ah, nothing worse. Aye. I'll, Aye. Tell you, I'll tell you what they're excited to go on holiday baby. what are we doing tonight guys phone super scoreboard oh <laughs> 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 you're joking <laughs> this is going on even worse when they're going to use that as a chat up line later tonight Aye, exactly. I just won't beat the pundit Aye. no one's got a clue what they're on about Aye. anyway well done to the guys again John Witherspoon's tweeted he's watching you He's, he's sent me a picture, a 120-inch flustered dazzler, he says. <sighs> John's got the projector. Oh, 120 inch. inch. Your face blown up In the cinema to screen. 120 inches. I'm disappointed there. I should have won that. It was poor 3rd of September. I don't know why I said the 23rd, right? I did a two. And Rhys McKay, I cannot believe I never got that. 5-4. Five, 5-4. Four. Five, four. That's your second defeat of the season as well, no? Yeah, I've lost 2-1-1. One, one. You haven't uh, even played you. No, you need to get me on. I'm pretty confident. Not allowed to fix it though. The coin no, never lies. You've got no, to I know go that's the thing. Coin. It's visual. No, you know. coin never Look, lies. No, the bright side. I never got a zero like the big guy last night. <sighs> Still lost though. That's the thing. It's the same number of points in the mm, wins column. But it was a good game, and I'm up against another eight guys over Albufero. We're sorry. <laughs> Geography does yeah. again. Over in the Portuguese oh, island. Lovely part of the world, that's goodness. Oh, you were in Portugal mm. as well, weren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you were in the Would you refer but... to the Albufeira strip as a lovely part of the world in five hours' um, time? I mean, lovely in some ways, but. It's <laughs> a bit too lively, lively for me. I liked the old time I went down there. Me and Simon. So Simon's in too late for you. That's a while since I've been there. Don't like holidays? No, Do I don't. Remember no. Like holidays? no. I hope there's long queues at the airport for the boys coming home. Uh, right, still 2-0 to Rosenborg. Unfortunately, it's not really what you're after, Mark Wilson, from a Scottish perspective, certainly from a Hearts perspective. And it seems like, you know, a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, not really able to do anything with it. You know, then kind of punished twice. Rosenborg have had other chances. And I wonder how the manager, managers, will... We'll, we'll explain some of the decisions because I can see a lot of Hearts fans are tweeting complaining about Benny Beningame as an example a real fan's favourite has been missed the entirety of last season yeah. injured and then goes and starts an away game in Europe yeah, and by all accounts surprise. with no offence to him because it's understandable looked like he had been out for that amount of time well he came on at the weekend didn't he for, for a cameo um, and got a good reception but it's such a huge game for him to be pitched into so uh, you know strange decision in that respect you go away from home in, Go- uh, in Europe Gordon it is incredibly difficult even some of these teams that don't hold the status of some of our household names no easy games and all yeah. that but as we but, said look at what look how they, they sneaked past mm. uh, Crusaders in the last yeah. round but you have to be more resolute um, and you know for a long time on Saturday you know at St Johnson it didn't go all hearts mm. way either and I, I get that they got the two goals at the end, but, you know, it's been a slow start 
for, for Hearts and they've left themselves with all to do if they concede another uh, as we were saying earlier the tie could be over if they hang in there at two and get out of there at two then maybe the joint managers will, will have a look at that and say after mm. 45 minutes that's not the worst result I know you had some wider thoughts Chris and Govan let me throw one on you if you don't mind how do you feel about Carlos Starfelt leaving? Do you know what? It's one of those things. He, he's, he's left and we've replaced him. Do you know, if he's going on to bigger and better things, then, you know, when you've played in Scotland, he's one of them in Scotland, he's going to go and try his hand in Spain. And it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how he coaches with the, with the European standard, because La Liga is a better league than the Scottish League. You've up against a lot better players. Mm. I mean, not replaced him yet, Mark, so that, that's the next thing. Yeah. And that one, that'll be one that needs to happen soon, because we've spoken a lot about Celtic's transfers and a lot of them maybe are, you know, you can bring them in now with a view to the future that they're young and they're promising. Celtic got a pretty good starting eleven, to 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 say the least. Carl Starfelt's the first choice, yeah, centre back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, the argument is maybe Navrovsky was Sorry, brought well, in. one of the first choices. Yeah, he was brought in to to be that, knowing that Starfelt might Fair have enough, been on yeah. his way. But I still think you need another. I still think it would have been wise if Starfelt and Navrovsky mm. was there and you've got three powerful yeah. out-and-out centre-halves. So I'll take part of that back. I know that, sorry, that Chris meant Navrovsky in terms of replacement, but it sounds like there was another one needed anyway. Or, or, I, I think so. What's I, happening with Kobayashi? I certainly think so. Kobayashi, I'd, I would like to see Kobayashi being given a wee bit of time. I don't think we saw a, a lot of him. What we did see him, he didn't look as powerful or assured as the others. But I still think he's a nice footballer. I wonder if he'll be Brendan Rodgers' cup of tea. But I still, regardless of that, I still think you need another there to really push whoever's the starting to. Um, we chatted about scales the other night. Obviously, he, he looks like he's on his way out. Welsh isn't going to play a part anymore I think Welsh did fine for his time there as a young player coming through the academy but will go elsewhere I've seen some Celtic fans on social media uh, put across their concerns that you know players this time last year that were in the building who have now gone um, when you look at Starfelt now you look at Jacques you look at Yota you look at Moy you know players that played a significant role aren't at the club anymore and you wonder if the ones that have came in are going to be as good uh, going to have as much success and I think that a portion of Celtic fans just want maybe another couple of real good signings that have got a bit of pedigree behind them not that they're going to be good in a couple of years mm-hmm. time that they're going to come and better the Celtic side I think we just judge too quick Mark we look at Rangers we're judging them after Kilmarnock game you know, Michael Beale says 13 out, 9 in. Celtic have brought in new recruitment. You're, you're right, they've lost some quality players. I think Starfelt's a, a, a terrific defender. I think he'll be a big loss. But they've brought in players as well. They've brought in wide players, they've brought in midfield players, they've brought in a defenders. So we're only one game in. And, you know, Celtic fans and Rangers fans, oh, we need better, we need this. I think you just give players time to settle in. And it takes mm. a bit of time. Some some guys can just hit the ground running, it's natural to them, they find it easy. Other guys just take that little bit of time to settle into clubs, especially the size and the demands that Rangers and Celtic put on What you. else is on your mind, Chris? It's basically, obviously, we've got five clubs in Europe. Now, obviously, Hearts isn't going to plan tonight. But what would you guys say would be the minimum expectation for the three clubs 
who are going to be playing group stage football regardless of which competition now for me Celtic has got to be Europa League try to finish third in that group whatever whoever group group they get if Rangers are in the um, Europa League they've got to be thinking last uh, 32 or whatever it is you know and for Aberdeen I think Aberdeen realistically if they're in the Europa League have got to be thinking conference if they get knocked out of the uh, the Europa League qualifier and end up in the conference they've got to be thinking of getting out of the conference group well, Mark, what do you think? A lot obviously depends on the draw um, for whichever ever team. Yeah. But it would be nice to see a real, real go of it from a number of Scottish teams this season, wouldn't it? Well, let's start with Celtic in the Champions League. Listen, I get Chris's point. Minimum Europa League because you've got to bear what you've did last season. So there's no point in you know having narrower margins with scores, but still finishing. Bottom of the group and crashing out, so you've got to, you've got to qualify. Get European football after Christmas now. If that's the last sixteen, brilliant. But it's incredibly difficult to do now. For Rangers, well, look, Rangers. You'd have to say they have to qualify for the Champions League. They did it last season. If they don't do it again, then it's obviously it's it's a step down, and the finances will reflect that. Of course, they've shown that they can go deep into. Europe in years previous and maybe they'll have an eye on that but no doubt it's going to be tough though isn't it and I get what you're saying well, it doesn't mean you're qualifier. Who, they played the qualifier last year PSV PSV you know, and do that two years in a row it is tough that's why winning the Premiership is so important of course but they've shown they can do it again if they don't do it this time well sh- you're always want to progress Gordon so it's a step backwards if they don't get to the Champions League now the Europa League group stage might then throw up something Unexpected for them, they might top it and go on a great run. Who knows? But for Aberdeen, yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, you really want a sustained period playing European football, mm. and well, you work all season. Group stage football, yeah. Aberdeen. Incidentally, Hacking are three-one up. Have finished actually three-one. Uh, so it looks like Aberdeen will play Hacking, who I think people expected. Aberdeen played them a couple of years ago and beat them comfortably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. You, you, to get into the the Europa League groups, that is that's a that's a good opportunity. Good you, opportunity. Need, you need a little bit of luck in cup football, of course you do with the draw. You need a little bit of luck, but you go back down. Even go back down to that conference that everybody's going. Well, that's really the Mickey Mouse uh, sort of a. Not for us, it's not. No, no, no. But what, what I'm saying for the big clubs, mm-hmm. you look at how much West Ham exactly. celebrated yep. that yep. order a team of the stature of West Ham and the money Absolutely. so it showed you how much it means to them and they're still very good teams in, in those sort of a tournaments thank you Chris not going to plan for hearts Hibs are up next and we'll get a full time teaser on the go as well taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard it's that time of the night when Mark Wilson and Gordon DL team up put their considerable brain power together to come up with an even more powerful footballing mind <laughs> mm, the yeah? thought of it yes something like that it's the full time teaser that's when you send the questions to us and we try and catch the pundits out between about now round about half seven usually and the end of the show you can beat, beat the pundit, you have to redeem yourself. Yeah? Disappointing. Fancy that, it. Yeah. Right, full time at Clyde1.com. That's how you get involved. If you think you can come up with a question, email it to me, full time at Clyde1.com, and we'll try our best to use it on the show. Forgive me, I'll need to double check who sent this one in because I need to get you your pony. Your obligatory. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. John me. Smith. John Smith. No, 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 no. Somebody different. You need to get your obligatory shout out. So the question is this Can you name 
then I'm going to have to cover this up. I feel like you can see my answer from there. <sighs> well, can big you name, boys, we don't do that. Can you name three players who've oh. won every domestic honour, both north and south of the border? So obviously the main cups. When I say every domestic honour, I don't mean the Challenge Cup and the whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, English League, Scottish League. say three players? There are three players, that's it. You're only looking for three tonight. Three who've won every major domestic honour, north and south of the border. How far back are we going? Actually quite far back for one of them. Like Kenny Dalglish type back? Yes. Is that one? What a start. Uh, well done. What a start. We'll leave it there because you've never only got two. It was sent in by Andrew in Bermullock, that one. Thank you to Andrew. Uh, much appreciated. And you're a third of the way there, mm-hmm. so we can leave it. Uh, still 2-0 to Rosenborg. I believe Hearts did have the ball in the back of the net, but it's been ruled out. What a difference one goal would make. Take it back to Tynecastle, get the place rocking... Try even, and go and score early there. To be honest, I'm with Mark. I even think 2 0, you're still fancying your chances. 2 1 would be a terrific mm. result, especially the way things were going early on. Um, 3 0, I think the tie's gone for him. I, I think it's t- too big a mountain to climb. So 2 0, yeah, reasonably be still confident. Pack 10 castle. 2 1 would be terrific, but 3. No problem. Surely need to get the afro on. That's what they're needing. Oh. Halliday's afro. <laughs> Some length in yeah. that. I don't, I don't know how humid it is in Norway. I've got no idea. Probably not very. But if it is, can you imagine it? Curly. Could, like you, imagine Could you imagine that wet? Hmm? My God, that must be some wet. <laughs> but it's wet. <laughs> I, bet, I bet when he comes out the shower and his, his missus combs it and all that right. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter has been magnificent with it. Did you, the other night he was on the show yeah. and people were saying all sorts of lookalikes. And we can say this because he won't hear because he's in Switzerland. Yeah, he over turkey Um you <laughs> might, you might, you might get, <laughs> you might get the reference because you'll have seen the film. I don't have faith in you. I did see one tweet saying he looks like he's about to rob his <clears throat> on a drum set. <laughs> Do you get it? Take like a step brother, Bill Back. <laughs> Stepbrothers <laughs> I'd love to join in with you the giggling that? Right you know you watch show, it Google Stepbrothers the film and you'll right, get the okay. you'll get the ah, that is good the reference uh, majorly curly has he always had that curl in it I've no idea I couldn't possibly I can't I think, remember him having I, curly hair I, I think the lad who done it put too many seeds <laughs> in <laughs> <I think laughs> too many too, curly yeah, seeds yeah he's been feeding it too much anyway Frankie Kent <laughs> has had a header towards goal but straight into the gloves of the Rosenborg keeper now it's over to Hibs what can they do um, I'm kicking off right now actually against Luzerne um, they've had their difficulties in Europe then they came back and did the job brilliantly at home uh, and then they lost their opening league game of the season as well you just never you never quite know it feels like Hibs are all it just feels like they're always on the brink of something I, you know what yeah. I wouldn't like to be a Hibs fan because it seems just to be the case for them all the time that they, they, they manage to accumulate a squad of good players and they'll do something extraordinary, they'll get a great result, they'll play great football and then bang, they'll go on a run that's inexplicable. Lee Johnson, his time in the Hibs has been, it's been interesting, he said at least. I'm going to get to him in a minute, I'll quickly give you the starting lineup because it has actually started that one. So David Marshall still in goal, Miller, Hanlon the captain, Fish, Levitt, Yuan, Boyle, Newell, Stevenson, Lafondre and Dylan Venti. That's the, the headline. The new signing, by all accounts, paid about £700,000 for him. Dutch striker. 
Um, so a lot of expectation on him Get him in the team tonight and see what he can do Yeah, I think Habs fans will be looking forward to seeing him But you talking about the front players there Boyle back in form, scoring You've got Yuan on the other side, plenty of pace Showed what a good player he is LaFondre coming in just off Vente He actually looked quite sharp against St Mirren yeah. the, the weekend Yeah, so I, I think I think the, yeah. I think um, middle of front they look great on paper. It's about uh, all coming together. It's just they always seem to be a weakness, a softness, a vulnerability at the back we have, and it was it was proved just on Sunday, and it was proved in the first leg of their their opening tie. Now, so they need to be much better coming up against better opposition tonight. Yeah, talk, agree. To, me, talk to me about this. Have you seen the quote from Wee Johnson? I mean, no. there are many, right? Yeah, yeah. He never disappoints, and it could be. Um, this could be one of my favourites yet so he I'll just read it in fact don't think you need much context this was about the game at the weekend no one goes out to be lazy but fatigue makes cowards of us all I thought for the third goal Will Fish could have got back in quicker I looked on the GPS because I'm psychotic like that and he ran at 82% of his maximum so I asked him if a lion had been behind him how much of his <laughs> let me finish I've not got to the punchline so I asked him if a lion had been behind him how much of his maximum would he have gone and he said 103% which I thought was quite funny <laughs> <laughs> so much wrong with that oh. statement. It's untrue. A By lion, way, and then a hundred and three percent. It just doesn't. Well, it doesn't. Well, that's a good question to ask. If a lion was behind, yeah, you ever been asked that by yeah. your manager? If a yeah. lion was behind you. I think I think Lee's on to something here. I'm with him. Do you think there's a line behind you, mate? You're right. getting in there and you're getting a point I, for your team. I'll always say this, and it's easy for me because <laughs> doing this job, if people want to express themselves and use colourful language and interesting metaphor, please do knock yourself out. The, the more the merrier. Mm. Prefer that to the one game at a time, boring stuff. Yeah. However, and then put myself in Hibs fans' shoes or Hibs players' shoes. When does, your manager's asking you does the question. He, does he need to be naming specific players and telling the world that they weren't running at, at their maximum? I mean, some people would say, ah, fine, you know, if you, why not? You know, yeah. the players need to then step up to the plate and, and don't allow that situation to occur. But is it, does he gain much from it? I mean, for instance, the, the way it's worked as well. So, again, maybe just a flowery language. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. So people are then making the link and saying, you're calling Will Fish a coward? Yep. Mm. You know, he's telling... Her, I, I don't know, you might have... I'm, I'm genuinely asking, do you have, would you have a problem with that? Can you see why some Hibs fans would prefer it was a, a bit more reined in? I don't know if I'd have a problem with it. I think that when I was in the car driving home for training, I know what I'd be calling them. Um, well then, so it sounds like you've got a problem so, with it. So, <laughs> uh, good manager, <laughs> Terif terrific trainers. I've got yeah. to say, I did notice that on Sunday about him. Oh, you were having a go. Oh, fantastic! Lee Johnson's Lee Johnson. Uh, Lee, he likes to come out with statements. I don't think he's boring, um, but he does come out with some stuff that the footballers uh, probably have as me just raise their eyebrows. I think see that that scientific data. I think that maybe crosses the line a bit. I think it's it's different. You're, you see it collectively. You know the team needs to you know mm -hmm. have a real good look at themselves and you know. But when you're presenting data to the fans, you're sort of singling Cole that player. Lawrence out. Shanklin, there we go. Oh, the man that's always back. good for a goal. 
That's on. That's back on. You would take yeah. that back to Tynecastle, wouldn't you? I said that. Good. Okay. Let's see if we can finish stronger than that from a Scottish perspective. Uh, sorry, as you were saying. Uh, just when you're you're actually hitting the fan base with stats about individuals, mm. I don't think it adds up that well. I, I I think that makes it difficult for the player. I think you can pull them in private. I think you can pull them along with the sports scientists. And you can have a quiet word saying this can't go on. I think when you Do broadcast you like the line it, one, I like that. The line one. Yeah, if I ever get back into football, I'm using that one. I'm stealing think, that one. I think because that's the headline, but the, the, I like the subtle one. I looked on the GPS because I'm psychotic like that. Mm, that's my favourite Psychotic. Bit. I don't know why. <laughs> I just like that. He's, he's a required taste, Lee Johnson, let's just say that. I like it. Yeah. I like and that, listen, I think he's, for people that go along there to interview him, I think he's brilliant for that. I um, think I think you'd be excited by that. I think he'll be one of these put managers that, if he ever does lose his job, there'll be maybe players that will have to say. Oh, I think that's an absolute how, certainty. How he manage. I, I think, think that there'll is be a certainty. One or two <laughs> might have a, a few things to say. Maybe do that. Favourite manager quotes at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously he's got business to get down to tonight, does Lee Johnson. I wonder, I wonder what Man United think. Will Fish is on loan from Man United as well. I wonder if they've had a look at those yeah. comments. I wonder what they think. Um, so a couple of minutes in, six and a half, Hibs nil, Luzerne nil. So hopefully we can get something there from a, a Hibs perspective. Hopefully there are no Lions no. in the road tonight. He may have used that in his team talk before he went out and just reminded the lads. Look, Luzerne's full of Lions. When you're, feeling, when you're feeling tired, have that in your mind. There's a line behind you. <laughs> I think Why that's not? a great quote I'd try and feed it Like my days at Blair Drummond When I was a keeper for the day How's he get out of that? Yeah, Have you, you said that to the manager? Yeah. Feed it, pet it I wonder about that Hearts goal And what it does for the psychology of the tie If you are Hearts You you taking that 2-1 just now yeah. or actually though is, is that a goal that will really worry Rosenborg at this point and actually that, that's something that you could go and take advantage I'm of going, I'm going the negative way I'm taking the 2-1 uh, and take my chances at Tynecastle uh, especially 2-0 down away from home you were in danger of maybe losing that third goal probably the tie of with a one away from you Shanklin, terrific captain of Hearts. Yeah, good, good player, good striker. Um, get some back in the tie. I think you, you you take that and run for me. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, chatting about it earlier, the old cliche, no easy games in Europe, but it's true away from home. And when you're two 0 down, I, I think they would have been happy to get there two 0 and take their chance at Tynecastle two one. Terrific to get that goal and it just gives them that confidence they can get at Rosenberg you know especially if they played so much of the game in a negative manner mm-hmm. um, not a real bonus so over to Hibs now well Hearts get that job done first over to Hibs Hibs look lively got plenty of creativity on the pitch but this Luzerne team like not too bad either going forward just a small matter of Aston Villa potentially if they By get the way, through what this what a tie that would be yeah? John McGinn Derby John McGinn brilliant by the way I can't believe it five years ago he signed yeah. for Aston Villa yes, yesterday or two yeah. days ago. I saw him posting on social media. I can't believe that. Time flies. I, Lee Johnson will be in good form ahead of that. That's, that would be mm. tough, wouldn't it? Oh, <laughs> to say be, the least. Yeah, really. Unai tough. Emery against Lee Johnson. Meeting yeah. of minds. I know yeah. who I'm going for for the best <laughs> dressed. Uh, right, how are you faring on this teaser? Not that many answers tonight. So that shows you that it's quite tough. We're looking for. Three players, that's it. I mean, some of these teasers have got 10 and 11, but three players 
who have won every domestic honour north and south of the border. Brilliant. Give Go me one on. name. You, you, you Joe Hart. Wow. Brilliant. That's you've got two, so we'll need we'll leave it there. We need a bit of suspense. You've got Joe Hart and Kenny Dalgleish. We'll get the rest of the answers. And still time to call. Get in touch. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here The final part of tonight's show You can still call and please do 0141 951 1025 Still 2-1 to Rosenborg So it's looking a bit better for Hearts They'd rather not lose the game obviously But that Lawrence Shanklin goal does Put a slightly different complexion on things And goalless between Hibs and Luzerne at Easter Road Let's bring in... Jack, who's a Rangers fan on the line. How's it going, Jack? Alright guys, how are you? Not bad here. You all good? I'm not bad, you. Good, yep, all good. What are you thinking tonight? I think Rangers have maybe missed a trick. We, you can see Rangers are still trying to play the same way as Gerard did. Mm-hmm. Obviously it was the same way as Bill. They have the same kind of backroom staff and Bobby. We Barisic and Tavernier. But I think they've missed a trick with not getting hickey. Keeping... Uh, Patterson even Doig that type of thing because they're trying to play the, the wingers on the other bit and getting the ball in and what have you but this is now 8 years on or 5 years on since when Barisic first came so I think he's maybe Barisic Tavernier the exact same mm. so, so you ultimately Jack do th- you think they've missed the boat with some of the Scottish fullbacks that are out there no absolutely and I, I think they have and I think if some of the mm-hmm. Scottish teams day we just turn our nose up at maybe these type of players but we should be bringing these players in it's interesting I mean Hickey was actually a while ago now when you think about it and you wouldn't get him now Let's, that's just the, the reality of it um, Patterson Rangers took a very good financial deal for someone who hadn't played I do see a lot I do still see a lot of tweets about Patterson no but Josh Doy do yeah. you see that almost like you know why Why was that one that was allowed you know why, why didn't want to Glasgow's big two, but Jack's looking at it from a Rangers perspective. Josh Doig won, that got away. Yeah, I think he did. Um, a terrific young lad, terrific talent. Uh, I agree with you what you said there, Gordon, about Patterson. Very hard to refuse that sort of money. I like Patterson, terrific player. I think he'll only get better and mature as he gets more games. But when that sort of uh, when clubs like Everton come knocking and, and offer you that sort of money, it's very hard to refuse. Um, uh, look, I still think Barisic going forward and delivery of the ball is one of the best in the business. I really do. Yes, we can argue all day long about his defensive uh, qualities. Tavernier on the other side is the exact same. Yilmaz has been brought in there at left back to challenge uh, Barisic. It's not happened. I think Bill looks at Barisic as his number one just now. Um, but I do agree. I think there's there've been some Scott, good Scottish fullbacks. Whether they've chosen, you know, different paths to go abroad, and then obviously Hickey ends up in the, the Premier League. So whatever his decision was, it looks like it's been the correct mm-hmm. one. Plus the fact he's now a regular Scotland internationalist, so he's went down the right path. But uh, I still think there's room at Celtic and Rangers for 
the Scottish players, for instance, i.e. you look at Taylor, brought from Kilmarnock, he's been absolutely brilliant since Poster Coglu and obviously Brendan Rodgers has come in, so there's certainly talent out there. Are you not feeling a bit better about things after last night, Jack, or have you still got some concerns? I know what I'm going to say, no, I don't need to go, but these boys have been with me for a while. They've been at pre-season, I know they've been kind of different ones coming in and out, but Lammers was one of the first ones in. Uh, the boys from Norwich was one of the first ones in. So, I mean, I know it's going to take time. I understand that, but I just think, if, I mean, we even missed a ticket with Ferguson as well. I mean, it's countless sometimes we mm. we'll miss... Um, we don't seem to back their own league These people know their own league Yeah I've heard that again Lewis Ferguson's another name That seems to keep coming up in those types of conversations We do judge quickly um, I feel like already Perception wise Sam Lammers has gone From someone who apparently was the bright spark In the early bit of pre-season who People were really excited to see To now according to Jack And I think some of the other callers One of the guys that really needs to To pick up a bit in the space of what, a couple of weeks? I think a few of them are in that bracket. Um, but him in I, particular, I feel like, was it, yeah, am I not, I, I I feel like that, he was getting a lot of praise in those Yeah, early. but I think, I think it's been highlighted because we've been speaking about it tonight as well as probably the, the chance opportunity missed last night where they probably put the tie to bed. So you sort of uh, get the spotlight for that. That's how fickle playing with clubs like Rangers and Celtic are. You know, um, Lammers, the jury's still out. He had a good start to his Rangers career pre-season, a lot of hope for him. Um, but he's still to go and prove it in a big stage. And as time goes on, as I keep saying, it's the same as Celtic. I think they've got players that need bedded in. We're very early into the season. I think we need to be patient. I think the, the group of players that Rangers have brought in will get better. But it's just how much better they'll get. Can they bridge that gap to Celtic? Can these new players go above and beyond what Rangers had that's a big question that's that's the, the worrying thing I'm I'm sure for Beale. He he's put his trust in this group of is it nine players he's brought in and the ones he's trust in his, his own self for the ones he's let go and it has to show a progression and he will get some slack at the start but again I'm I'm a bit with Jack that we praise Beal for doing his business early and getting players through the door quickly so he could work with them on the pitch. But, again, I'm not too sure that the ones that have already been there... Um, Still nothing prepares you for competitive games, though, surely. Doesn't, but... Uh, I mean, time Celtic on the, fans time in the training, pre-season performances... Oh, we were hopeless. I was, I was a terrible pre-season player. I, I really was. But, <laughs> in terms of a manager, you want... You, Working a style throughout pre-season you want to see on the pitch in some of the games and pre-season games and then the first few competitive games. I'm not sure we're seeing that just now with Michael Beale. And again, it's not a new manager. He's been there since early December. So I think Rangers fans may be looking for a wee bit more in that respect. OK, thank you to Jack. Rangers do have an advantage ahead of next week, though. Let's see what happens there. Uh, it looks like it's still goalless between Hibs and Luzerne. Hearts probably going to settle for that 2-1 defeat, which does feel a whole lot different. The birthday boy, Lawrence Shanklin, getting the goal. Five minutes added on. I think there's only about one or two of those left. 
Um, so it does, yeah, maybe we'd take 2-1 at this point, the birthday boy, as I say, Lawrence Shanklin with a nice header. Shares a birthday with my son, actually, I'll take this opportunity. Happy mm. birthday, Oliver. Brilliant. 12 yeah, today, shares a birthday with Lawrence she Shanklin. And, yeah, there you go, oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Oliver. Yeah, happy birthday. Many happy Mara. returns. Yeah, yeah. Get your pint later when I get back. <laughs> Any other? Yeah, he's 12. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Copperberg. <laughs> Copperberg's full um, of fruit. Please it? drink responsibly. <laughs> I think I, I, I'll drink responsibly. That <laughs> would be the key message. Um, that is the younger of your two sons as well, uh, isn't it? Okay, yeah, yeah, school tomorrow. Uh, right, okay. Anyway, let's get ready to round off tonight's teaser. Is there anything else out there? Is there any other stories that we feel like we have to bring you that I've not mentioned? I don't think so. Uh, not particularly anything else you want to go for your Big games at the weekend no. though uh, coming round it does already mentioned about Rangers uh, at home to Livy but Celtic away to Pataudry mm. away Aberdeen at Pataudry always a tough fixture hard one for Brendan yeah. Rodgers in his second game in charge so it's going to be interesting and on Twitter there, there are still thoughts coming in about Carl Starfelt's move and it's funny because it's not even all Celtic fans Scott says I once moved from Blackpool to Cote Bridge for love <laughs> and I could make midweek games at Ibrox easier he says oh, oh right okay yeah. we definitely need to pick up on that Black Saturday Black Bullet Bridge don't we like you know like, oh, yeah. I think there's real mileage Gab could probably give you a few oh, I, I, yeah. I believe it because <laughs> think about it only three is it three games Saturday yeah, yeah. no early kickoffs. yeah that's a great idea good I look forward to it uh, right your full time teaser for tonight was sent in by Andrew and Bermullock was it I think it was uh, and thanks again to Andrew F- fulltime at Clyde1.com that is the address fulltime at Clyde1.com and Andrew wanted you to name just three players which shows you it's a good question you only need three answers to this who've won every domestic honour north and south of the border You've given me Joe Hart, Man City and Celtic. Kenny Dalglish, Celtic and Liverpool. Your colleague Stephen Mill was giving it a go, sending me messages. Matthew nailed all three quite quickly. Mm. I don't know if he's seen this question before or he's just that sharp. I've got a couple and I think I've got one. I've got the answer, but I've got two. One right and one wrong. There you go. Obviously. I I don't know, right, whatever that means. I'll go, I'll go first one. Flo. Tory Andrew Flo. Flo No Right Didn't Well I'll things. go the one that, that Mark you get any guesses Roy Keane It's no. got to be Roy Keane No, well, I would have requ- no. That would have required them to win a treble up well, here Well I'll give you Well I'll give you a clue who it is Why? Oh, I didn't win this Well I'll give you a clue who it is Well I'll give you a clue who it is Go on Demonstrate it Demonstrate it to the camera yeah. Which camera is he looking it's at? It's there That one for no, you No don't This one while I'm talking He no. goes down the wing Right one of my favourite players and I was standing in the yeah because he did that to you there we are yes it is Andrew (laughs) Kuchelskis well done thank you Mark Wilson and Gordon DL we are back tomorrow with Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans remember if you want to catch up on the show you can listen back wherever you get your podcast you can watch it back Callum Gallagher's up next he's got music from Black Eyed Peas and Switch Disco Super Scoreboard with Call Roberts Accident Repair. Recruiting automotive panel technicians now. Visit their website to apply. Make your bingo go with a bang at takeabreakbingo.co.uk. Right now, new players who register and spend £10 can get a £50 scratch room bingo bonus. Lovely stuff. With an offer this good, why don't you swing by takeabreakbingo.co.uk today? 
Over 18s only. Offer ends October 31st. Two times wagering within two weeks required. Disney C's apply. Begambleaware.org. <laughs> 